Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like book club, but for board games. I'm Eric, and with me is Kiwi and BP. Hello. Hello. I forgot I always say hi. Hi. <laughs> Today we're going to be playing Oceans, designed by Nick Bentley, Dominic Crapuchets, Crapuchet of Evolution and Wits and Wagers, Ben Goldman, and Brian O'Neill. It's uh, developed by Dominic Crepuchet, Ben Goldman, and Julia Williamson. The artist is Catherine Hamilton of Evolution, uh, Guillaume Ducos, and apparently lots on different cards. It's published in 2020 by North Star Games. The description is, Oceans depicts the boundaries between the known world near the ocean surface and the mysteries lurking in Earth's deep, unexplored region. Enter a vast underwater cosmos, a mysterious interconnected world of sharp teeth, glowing eyes, and black ink, where your survival depends on your ability to adapt to the unknown. The foundation of the oceanic food chain are billions of one-celled organisms called phytoplankton that capture the sun's energy through photosynthesis. Every other species in the ocean is a predator, each bigger than the next, all the way up to the dreaded apex predator. And even bigger than apex predators are enormous whales that gently swim through the ocean, scooping up everything in their path. Uh, this ecosystem mimics the known world near the surface, but there is more if you're willing to dive deeper. The mechanics are card drafting, hand management, hidden victory points, and take that. Uh, the box art is a very colorful uh, sky, and then the ocean. Some uh, angelfish and a sea turtle and some, some squid. Assume that's supposed to be like a whale thing. A way, an eel whale is what it looks like. Like part whale, part yep. eel. <laughs> kind of grumpy. I feel like most whales look grumpy. Uh, so based on all this, would you pull it off a shelf? I would pull it off the shelf. I like the way it looks. Um, you know, obviously it has like the, the way the cover art is. It very much reminds me of Evolution, which uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, I did enjoy. So I'm looking forward to playing another game kind of in that series. Um, and for me, like between the two, like animals and fish, like I love fish. I think they're super cool. Um, but you don't like to eat fish. I don't like to eat fish because I like fish. <laughs> <laughs> I do love sushi, though. Um, so you just don't no, like cook. You don't like cooking them. Yeah, it doesn't like cook yeah fish. I don't like cook fish. I think it tastes fishy, which is weird. <laughs> it's very weird. EP, would you pick it up off the shelf? Um, I do enjoy, uh, I mean, aquariums and oceans. I mean, the beach is, uh, in fact, one of my play favorite places in the world. Um, I mean, as far as exploring the ocean, though, as uh, we know, I am not <laughs> very good on boats. Uh, but for mechanics on this, I do, as we all know, also enjoy a good take that. So I am uh, curious about about the take that. Obviously, card drafting and hand management seems like pretty basic. So like, you know, it nothing super intriguing about the mechanics. But I think we all do enjoy, you know, some kind of ecosystem type games. Eric. Uh, yeah. I mean, we enjoyed evolution. Uh, the description's very, uh, evocative. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of Sequest, so I'm ready. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> that too when you were reading off the... Uh, see, I went 20,000 leagues under the sea. No, I immediately thought Sequest, because there's like the, the opening monologue to Sequest yeah, is all that's... about like exploring the deep oh. and all kinds of stuff. And So like Star, Star Trek of the Oceans? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was kind of the idea behind it. Uh, how do we think it's played? Um... 
I mean, I a similar to evolution, I would imagine, right? Sure, but I feel like I've forgotten how that was played already. It was like two yeah, weeks it was like ago. Two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot has happened in that time. So I might need some help with this, but so Car- I mean, the hidden victory points seems as if right then we're given like one of those um, objective cards, right? That we're going to be trying to go for. Uh, yeah, like hidden uh, victory condition, I guess. I assume that's yeah. what that means. Yeah, so that, that's different than evolution. We didn't have that. Um, you know, in that we we placed our cards down for a species and then we added traits to it. And then. Oh, OK. Now I remember. <laughs> yeah. OK. Um. So I think obviously to be a little different, Um. I guess we'll just have hidden, I guess, goals for each species. Yeah, we'll add things like sharp teeth, glowing eyes, and black ink. It's probably like our traits uh, to adapt. Uh, it sounds like there's going to be a lot more carnivore, and that, you know, is pretty easy to stay herbivore. But in this, you know, pretty much mm-hmm. looks like everything will be Most eating something. Is, yeah. Well, how is the take that then? I think we'll be eating each other. Okay, so we just think it's a little bit of evolution with oceanic flavor. I, I feel like it'll be different, more different than that, but... um. I don't see anything else to really go off of that indicates that other than we can be a big old whale, which is pretty exciting. Uh, history of whales. Oh, I didn't know we were growing the history of whales. However, I did when I was doing some quick research, learn that some of the earliest whaling attempts took place as early as 6,000 BCE, which BT dubs is also about the same time that horses were domesticated. Just, I don't know. They, are, are you saying that's that, tied are together? You no, 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 no. In actually completely no. obviously different places oh, in the world. I was thinking yes. they were domesticating horses to try to go get the whales, and they figured out that was a terrible <laughs> no. mistake. But, I was, I mean, it was more like, uh, we have a choice. We can domesticate horses or we can domestic wa- domesticate whales. They really made a big decision that changed the course of human history. It can be a lot different right now. Starting over, though, the history of whaling is as old as the domestication of the horse, which is to say 6000 BCE, but in very different places on the earth. Uh, the Indian Ocean uh, and the Mediterranean Sea were some of the right first early um, explored uh, spaces. Um, and I think like you and Kate in in your episode, it talked about right some of the um, connections between uh, some of the Islander Pacific Islander groups and many of those actually have their origin closer to the uh, Indian subcontinent and using boats to start from there. And like they can trace some of that from as early as like 3000s BCE. But in 6000 BCE, there are records of, I mean, at least sto- stories that then got recorded um, about ancient humans um basically putting boats in between the whales and the open ocean and forcing basically whales uh, to basically swim up onto the shore, which then they would die. Um, It reminds me of how ancient humans used to hunt buffalo, right? Just like, you know, basically make a whole bunch of noise or fires and have, right, these huge animals just run themselves off cliffs or whatever. So, I mean, ancient humans were really good at even hunting in the ocean, at least for right surface level type animals. So one of my favorite places is the Churaumi Aquarium in Okinawa. Oh, yeah. It has the third largest uh, aquarium tank in the world, just shy of two million gallons. And it was like three or four stories tall mm-hmm. when it was built in 2005. It was the largest single pane 
the pane of glass was, uh, I think it was like three and a half feet thick in order to hold everything so that you could have an unobstructed view and Mm -hmm. has three whale sharks in it Mm -hmm. and manta rays, which are like my favorite fish of all time. And they just look so damn cool. There's a restaurant down at the bottom and I could have sat in that area for hours and just watched. There was like a giant schools of tuna, like all kinds of rays. Um, it was so cool. Yeah. Um, the Monterey Bay Aquarium is also that's one of in my the top favorites. 10 for largest. Yeah. And then Georgia has the largest. And then the second largest is in Dubai. Mm, of course, Dubai. Yeah. In a mall. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to know how the game is played? The goal of Oceans is to thrive in an ever changing ecosystem where food is scarce and predators lurk. The game is played over a series of rounds until the end game is triggered and players will earn points from the populations they've collected and from their starting token. The player with the most points is the winner. First player is the one who can hold their breath the longest. Are we going to are we going to time it? Uh, yeah, well, I figured if I go one, two, three, everybody takes a big breath. And then when you have to breathe, you you lose, you lose. And then Eric can like in post put like, hey, it was this long because I don't think he wants to like have us hold our breath on the episode. Just be, we'll just be quiet. Okay. So also if you pass out, well, if Eric passes out, we won't know. No. <laughs> so we'll just wait until he comes to. Yeah. Okay. Everybody ready? One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really wanted to beat Kiwi. I'm out. <laughs> I'm a little lightheaded now. Oh, Eric's still going. I know. I'm going to need a second to keep talking. Shit. Okay. All right. So uh, Eric's first. Eric goes first. <laughs> there is a dis- disadvantage to being first. So uh, <laughs> you will get points to compensate for it. So Eric's going to get a token that has six points on it. Uh, on your turn, uh, play is going to go clockwise. And on your turn, uh, it's going to consist of four phases. So in the first phase, you're going to play a card. So there's a there's an event called the Cambrian Explosion. Uh, before the Cambrian explosion occurs, you're going to play one surface card. And then after it occurs, you can play two cards and they can be surface or deep cards at that point. Uh, deep cards do have additional costs, which uh, involve you removing population from behind your player screen and putting them back in the reef or the ocean zones. Uh, they can be played to evolve a species or migrate a species. So surface cards are known to science. So it's kind of like the things that you know we know about the ocean. Uh, and there's 10 copies of 12 different cards. Uh, and the deep cards are all unique. And it's kind of the, it's supposed to represent like things that we haven't discovered or don't know about the deep. Um, so the things you can do when you play your cards, you can create a new species and immediately play a trait card to it. Or you can play a trait card to an existing species, and so this is where it differ, differentiates itself from ocean or evolution. In that, in evolution, in order to start a new species, you had to discard a card, mm-hmm. and then you could play a card to it. In this one, you're going to play a card directly to a new species. The other change is uh, you can have copies of the same trait, which you couldn't do in evolution. There's still a three card limit for the number of traits that you can have on a species. Uh, and then the other thing you can do is uh, in the bottom left of each card, they have like a migration icon. It looks like three little waves and then a number. Uh, and from there, you can discard that trait card to move a number 
move that number of population between the reef and the ocean zones. So if you remember in evolution, we kind of had that middle area where all the food is kept. All the food in this, it doesn't really represent food. It represents just like population. And you can migrate it between there's a reef zone and then uh, three different ocean zones that you can kind of put food into. Uh, so those are the two things that you can do uh, with your cards uh, during the play of the card phase. And the next one is feeding. So you're going to choose one of your species who then either forage from the reef and trait cards will have uh, green circles with numbers in them. And that, that's how much they forage from the reef. Or they can attack other species and they have uh, those are numbers with red diamonds. Uh, they'll always take at least one. So like if it's a, you know, minus two to forage, you never go below that population count. You will always take at least one. Um, and for attacking, the attack value is the added values in red diamonds and they can attack any other species. Um, if a species eats and covers the spot with the fish bones, they overpopulate and they are racked with disease. You're going to remove population tokens until there's only five that remained. And then you're going to put the excess ones into the reef or ocean zone you get to choose. All right. Then the next phase is aging. So you're going to take one population from each active species and put it behind your player screen. After the Cambrian explosion, you'll take two from each. If there are not enough population tokens to remove, then the species goes extinct, which means uh, it doesn't go extinct when it hits zero. Only So like if you get down to exactly zero, it doesn't go extinct until you have to pull population off of it. Um, and then all species uh, age, but only one eats per turn. So that's, that's important to note. So if you have three species, you're only going to pick one of them to eat, but you're going to pull population off all of them. So you have to be kind of strategic about which ones you pick to eat. All right. <laughs> and then finally, uh, you're going to draw cards. So you may draw one face up deep card, or you can draw three cards from the deep deck, choosing one and placing the other two face up on the piles. You may discard surface cards from your hand, but you can never discard deep cards. And finally, you're going to draw up to six cards in your hand from the surface deck. Uh, each game is going to have two scenario cards. Some may have ongoing effects and others may trigger with certain events. Uh, they activate when the ocean zone they are in becomes empty. And when the first ocean zone is emptied, the Cambrian explosion starts. Um, when there's no population tokens in the ocean, the reserve bag is emptied into the third ocean zone and the game ends the next time the last player takes their turn. So everyone's going to get the same number of turns. Players get one point for each population in their score pile one point for each population on a surviving species, and the points listed on their bonus token. The player with the most points is the winner. First tie goes to the player with the most trait cards on surviving species. And if there's a second tie, it tells you that the first person to get a job on a fishing boat in Alaska is the winner. Wow. So we might like not know the winner until like years from now. Yeah, years yeah. from now. Uh, and then it does say, so the Cambrian explosion is a period in Earth's history when a proliferation yeah. of new species came into existence. It took place over 500 million years ago and lasted for about 25 million years. Scientists don't know what caused the Cambrian explosion, but it was likely due to an increase in oceanic oxygen levels. Oh, let's play. Okay. <laughs> We just finished a game of Oceans. To recap, 
BP had 36 Maw points, Kiwi had 50 Manta Ray points, and I won with 67 Giant Squid points. Strategy? Uh, I mean, my strategy was, it was pretty attacky. I think I had the first kind of main predator. Um, and then I had two other species that sort of benefited from that with either um, shark, shark scavenger or um, symbiosis. Yeah, you had a lot of you had a good uh, a good like a good little engine going where you yeah. were able to just like Ooh, look yeah. at you with those mechanics yep. engine building. It was definitely like I had one attack species and then the other two benefited from that. And then I was mostly trying to balance how much they aged each round because I either went too high and I was overaging them or I was too low and didn't feel like I was getting a lot of points. But um, I think the main reason I went, I think it's because I actually had three species generating points for the longest of the game. Yes, I agree. Mm, oh, yeah. That because I got that. Th- I had three up and going, I think, the longest. And I think that was it. I don't know that being an, I think the attacker could have been a forger, forger and the same thing kind of would have worked. But um, yeah. Yeah, because attacking was kind of rough because like one, you've got to overcome all the defenses. And then two, like you guys need fish for me to take, which was not always easy. Um, and it was so a couple, good couple of close calls where I thought he was going to go extinct because uh, Q was taking my leeching off my attacks. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say uh, it's good news because now you don't have to get a job on a fishing boat in Alaska. <laughs> That's true. There was no time. <laughs> yeah. What about you guys? Strategies? play some cards that tried not to go extinct yeah i tried to get cards that kind of played off each other not because i saw how well it was working with eric but i remember like from regular evolution i I knew that like that was a decent thing and then trying to get protection because i knew eric was going to create a a super predator uh wait so you said regular evolution is this like the sequel to evolution uh it's kind of like a spiritual successor almost Mm. it's not necessarily a sequel but they use similar rule sets right are they the same yep same same company same designer okay yeah okay or at least one of them there's a plethora of designers yeah Um, yeah i was just trying to stay alive yeah and then i got the manta ray card and it just kind of like super worked out and i was like nope have to take this have to play it and you had said at the beginning when we were starting yeah i'm pretty sure i said i love cephalopods if i didn't i thought it and we both kind of went that route (laughs) (laughs) yeah yep there were a couple times where i thought i should get rid of the tentacles on the giant squid but i couldn't do it um so what do you think of the theme i think we're already kind of talking about it (laughs) I mean, just like evolution, like it was super cool to like create these uh, species and like try to think about like, you know, there was a point where we were talking about, you know, like Eric's Leviathan was just like literally swimming through the ocean, just grabbing stuff with its tentacles and shoving it in its mouth. So uh, it was the monster from 20 Leagues Under the yeah, Sea. Yeah. The Kraken. Yeah. Or, or my brilliant uh, uh, dolphin school. Yeah. So like I, I, I enjoyed that piece, like creating the species. So I, I feel like. Um, we saw a lot, like, I feel like we traded out, uh, traits more in this mm-hmm. than we did evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did feel like a lot of the creatures, if they didn't, uh, go extinct, they did evolve. Yeah. So I, I definitely got the evolution. Yeah. Aspect. The evolution aspect of it. And I thought it was, it was kind of cool. Yeah. And again, we're just making up like visuals of, of based on our traits and that just, to me, that's just fun. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I think it's the storytelling aspect that we, the three we of us, really enjoy are games. To. Uh, table presence, uh, BP. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It is. It's gorgeous, as I was going to say. <laughs> um, I mean, the fish are just so cool that you're feeding on. And um, 
the uh, boxes that everything's in have even backgrounds to them. Like the the deep is definitely like the background is black, you know, and the reef is definitely like this very bright, colorful area. And I mean, all of the cards, especially the deep cards were so super cool. I think like every time someone picked one, they were like, oh my gosh, yeah. like not just like what it could do, but like, you know, definitely the coolness of how these creatures looked. Um, yeah, yeah. There are so. definitely a couple of times where I kind of picked it based on the picture or the name. And I didn't even really look yeah. at what it did, which is why I have a handful of useless stuff. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd say just like evolution, there's no way you could walk by this on a table and not like be like, Ooh, what is that? Yeah, it's exactly. So yeah. It's definitely eye catching. I, I kind of want to see like grabbing. what else the artist has done and, I hope they do more cool stuff. Well, if you look, if you look at the cards, each one of the cards has an artist's name on it. So the cards were all done by different people. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th I think that's just a great move because like, if you had the same artist doing everything, like all the animals will kind of look similar because it's a similar art style, but having different artists do different traits, you've almost like created this, like not only do they, the traits look different from each other, but the art looks different from mm -hmm. each other. And it really separates the trait cards from each other. Yeah. But you can see they definitely cool. had like an art direction. So they're similar enough, but different. And obviously yeah. it would save production time. Having one person do this much art would be um, a lot. Yeah. And the ocean zones as well. And when you go in deeper, like BP was saying like, Hey, they, they get darker, but they also lose uh, red. So when you actually do diving, the deeper you go, red start to turn blue mm. and you can see it in the art on the ocean zones where the red start to turn blue. So like if you bleed underwater, if you're super deep, your blood will actually look blue because the web, the red wavelength doesn't, doesn't carry over yeah, it doesn't carry, that much light, doesn't carry super far into the ocean because it gets refracted. Mm. It's, it's super cool. Uh, mechanics, Kiwi, especially how does this compare to evolution? Yeah. So I, I think with evolution, like, um, you know, you could play as many cards as you wanted. I felt a little more restrained and it, it, I felt like, uh, card play, uh, was more important in this game than it was in evolution where in evolution, I could just play a billion cards. It didn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, in this one, it's like, um, the cards are a little bit more important. So you, you think about what mm -hmm. you're going to play a little bit more. I feel like, uh, especially with like the deep cards, you know, you, the only way to get rid of a deep card is to play it on a species and to play it on a species. You have to lose points to do it. So it's kind of like, uh, do I want to do that? Or, you know, what am I going to do? So I really like that. Um, I don't think any of us doubled up on traits, even though that was allowed. Uh, I did um, at one point early on, but then I switched one out. I think. Yeah. And then the, being able to rearrange and put species where you want them. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I like that over evolution. Other than that, like, they play very, very similar. I, I did like the way, so we kept calling it food, but it's really not food. Each of those tokens is supposed to represent population. Mm. Um, so that was a little weird, like, because it, it obviously looks like food. When I attack, I'm eating and not getting population. So that, that, that was kind of weird. but. Um, I liked the way it did it in this better than evolution where everybody had to play the card right. to create food. Mm -hmm. I felt like you were able to plan a little bit better, which yeah. I appreciated more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought this generated a little more like strategic thinking than evolution did. Um, a lot of it kind of played out this. I, I felt this was more engine builder. -y. 
E, but that may have just been because I sucked more at evolution. Built an engine. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know that maybe it's possible, but it just felt like this was more like you had more options to do that and sort of set up and, and things. And I think that may have been because of how like you have those surface cards, which is a, a very set limit that I think is like they're all kind of engine setup cards. And then you have mm. your unique deep ones to try to build on that. Um, yeah. Whereas the other one just had the big pile of cards and maybe you get what you get. So I think that may have been what caused that, but uh, I enjoyed that piece of it. And it seems like you could build new species and turn over fast enough that, uh, you know, if you kind of flounder at getting your engine set up, you could maybe catch up. Yeah. I felt like in evolution, we also struggled a bit with carnivores. Mm. Whereas I felt yeah. like in this one, I felt like you could go either way and there were enough cards and enough symbiotics that you could, uh, it both both were viable. Whereas in evolution, I think we found that being an herbivore was almost better. It was harder to be a carnivore. Yeah, definitely. It seemed like one, we had a lot less species go extinct in this one. Um, it's a little bit less punishing when you get attacked. Um, it's more options. It seems like carnivores have more of a purpose because you're not, I don't really know why, but um, yeah, I, I just thought there were, there was more unique options for gameplay. You have all the leeching mechanics and you have, um, mm-hmm. you know, the symbiosis and all this other stuff that I, I thought worked well. Yes. So I have two questions, not necessarily comments, but my questions are the hidden victory points, question mark, or the take that question mark. So the take that would be from the carnivores okay, eating, just, eating stuff. It doesn't seem like leeching. a take that because. Yeah. Or the leeching. I mean, that seems like a very like, but it's obvious. I feel like I take that as like a little more sneaky. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, take that's going to be much direct it, punch somebody in the face. Yeah. So I think it's just on a spectrum, right? So this would be lower on the spectrum, but still take that because you're taking something from somebody else and you're okay. directly attacking somebody. And then the hidden victory points, the fact that everything goes into a bag, mm. or if you had the actual physical game, they would go behind a screen. Mm-hmm. So nobody knows how much, okay. how many points you have. It's not like a bonus so they, objective. We just, they can't make, yeah, they can't make decisions based on how many points? How you many have. new points? I mean, it's true. Have. I did not know Eric had like so many uh, I didn't freaking know, points. Because nobody could see into his back. So. <laughs> I didn't and know either. And you guys told me, well, like if you're going to lose based on those two, like oh my gosh. And so <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I guess I got to do this. Apparently, I paid a lot more points yeah. out of my bag. Uh, rules learning the game, EP. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a little hard to say in this one because we did just play Evolution and they're similar enough. Yeah. I think I picked so this up. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like, you know, we, it was easier to pick it up through a round. Um, we didn't have to go through like the initial re-explanation after the rules reading. And it definitely became, uh, right, easier per round. So I don't know that it was as complex just because we have played the other, but I don't think that either of these are entry-level games like there's definitely like again the especially with this one the added strategizing right so uh if you're unfamiliar with building engines or you're unfamiliar with like kind of keeping track at least somewhat and we can get into that and player interaction um i mean it, it it can be a little bit more of a curve and i think we see that in my points versus everybody else's points so I, I, I don't know, uh, complexity in the learning, it's, it's a little higher up there, but it's not unachievable within one game. 
I think you could pick it up quick, but I think there's a lot of depth to it that would get a depth. Uh, <laughs> All right, I quit. I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't know if uh, like there's duplicates within the deep cards, but I don't think we came across any. I don't think so. The way the rule book read, I do not think that there are duplicates. That's a lot of cards. You'd have to do a lot of playthroughs till you actually kind of knew it was all the options and things. And, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be hard to set up for them. So it's like, yeah, uh, it's it's a lot if you really get into it to like think about and different strategies and stuff. You can also kind of just go, oh, look, this is a, a fancy glowy lobster. I'm going to take that. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's still fun, even if you're not like a master of it, I felt like. Yeah, the rule book's good. Um, it's one of those that kind of like puts blurbs off to the side. So like the Cambrian explosion, there was mm-hmm. a little bit that explained that because like I read it and I was like, that's got to be like something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, and they had it in the rule book, but it wasn't. Uh, it didn't like take up space or it wasn't annoying. And it was very clearly like off to the side. I think my only complaint uh, was the you know food versus population. Like when you're playing the game, it feels like food. It doesn't feel like population. So it's just like a weird uh, phrasing that I feel like is 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 awkward, but like it makes sense with like, you know, the aging, you know, mm-hmm. this is population, not food. When you think about it in aging, um, either I think either way works with evolution. It was very clearly food and there was a separate separate population track. So I, I think that kind of made it. I, I think if you didn't play evolution, it wouldn't be as like. Uh, a weird transition to say like, Hey, this isn't food. This is all population. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the tokens are fun and, and they look great Mm -hmm. since they're little fish and you're like creating these giant species, Mm -hmm. it still feels like food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yep. But other than that, the rule book was good. All right. Uh, Planner action. Uh, I mean, just like evolution, that's a lot of, paying attention to what each other's doing so you can try to eat each other or leech or defend. I'd say evolution picked up later in the game in that regard. And I I think this one started pretty early because mainly because I could make a predator a lot quicker. Um, I had to pay more attention. I don't know how you guys felt as the not predator, but. um, I feel like it was somewhere closer to almost even indirect where. I mean, to a certain extent, like I had to when it came to my turn, like I would recheck, like, where is everybody? But like when everyone else was taking their turn, I could check out until it was my turn again. Um, QB always gave me a head up. But like when you were starting to pick your cards, then I could start to plan because trying to plan too far in advance and things would change, you know, way too much. So I just I. I did. I did get on my phone a little bit into the game. And for me, that that determines player interaction as much as. Yeah. So I, I feel like, yes, I mean, you I mean, you do want to pay attention to what other people are doing, but I don't think you have to pay attention like the entire time they're doing it. Like I really did get up and walk around a lot. Yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll agree with Eric on this one. Um, I will say that it was more than evolution. So uh, maybe that this is one reason I lost. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily. I, I think I was paying attention to everything that was going on with your guys's like for the same reason that I always do, because I'm running the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there were going to be times where like I would want to look like there were definitely I was trying to find cards to stop you leeching. Mm-hmm. So like I was trying to change what I was doing because of that leeching. Because uh, I didn't want to keep giving you points every time. Plus, it was you know taking points away from me. Um, 
But I think because you were able to get to carnivores faster than you were in evolution, you definitely got to the player interaction faster. I also felt like there were more cards in this game than there were in evolution that allowed you to take from other species. I didn't feel like there was that much that you could do like that in evolution. And maybe those came along in expansions, but I feel like as a base game, you could get faster into player interaction. But I also think it, it depends on the group. Like you could definitely have a player players that never made carnivores. I think with the other options like, of like the leeching and all, I think feel like there's more than just direct attack yes. in this one. And so I feel like yep. it'd almost be impossible to avoid. Whereas like in, in um, evolution, it seemed, oh yeah, everyone just does an herbivore and you know, never has to like inter- interact. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Yep. So I, I, like the, I like the various options. You can kind of be like a more, you know, subtle approach or a giant attacky tentacle squid. Uh, would you play it again? Uh, BP. <laughs> I mean, I would. And in fact, I would probably uh, just play this one over evolution. Yeah, I that's think I that's question it. two. Would you play it again? And did you prefer this or evolution? So. Uh, yes and yes. I re- I really enjoyed this. I would definitely play it again, and I would absolutely play it again over Evolution. It's so pretty. Yeah, it's so pretty. Plus, I just, you know, like I said at the top of the show, like I enjoy fish more than the other stuff. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. aquariums. The other stuff. Yeah. The other stuff. Yeah. I would rather go All to- All those a- other animals that populate the land surfaces, except I would for, much rather- Penguins. I do love penguins. Um, <laughs> but penguins, penguins eat fish. Um, <laughs> the most aquatic birds, so- Maybe not. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I do love aquariums more than I love zoos. Yeah. So, um, but I do too. Yeah. I still want to try like some of the other expansions for evolution. But I think if you were like, hey, I have evolution with expansions or I have oceans, I'm still going to pick oceans. I yeah. really enjoyed it. And I like, I love the visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like it was just a more, I, th- I think they took what was wrong with evolution and fixed it and made oceans. Yeah. Eric? Yeah, Eric? I would I'd play it again. Um and I would pick this over evolution. And like you said, it just it seems like they kind of the next iteration. I wasn't sure if this would be a very different game with like a few similar things. I would say this is you kind of you wouldn't have both of these. You'd pick one or the other. Um Yep. Correct. Uh and I just I think this is the better game. I think it's it streamlined some stuff. There's still a lot of my biggest complaint is there's a lot of like having to manage what's going on. Oh yeah, you did this. I've got to remember my leeches and my bottom feeders and all this stuff that triggers off of it. So there's a lot to keep track of. There, there um, is. Yeah. A bit more Cause admin. every time I walked away, I would be like, Hey Kiwi, you got to track this. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't have walked away. So much. No, maybe you shouldn't have. Maybe you should have paid attention. <gasps> maybe I stole points you from probably you. Did. I like the fish theme more. I do like other animals, but I, I think just having it kind of focused to fish kind of also made it easier to like, I don't know, it brought it together. And I like all the unique depth cards. I thought that was really cool. They were so exciting to get. Whereas like halfway through you evolution, loved. you're like, it's the same cards you've seen before. And mm. it just, you lose that excitement. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that is ocean. Well, wow, it's, it's dramatic in the depth. I was yeah, really very dramatic. The, uh, Leviathan, the description. Yeah, yeah that Leviathan. Yeah. So if you have any recommendations of games you would like to hear our impressions on, you just send any recommendations or comments our way via email at firstturntabletop at gmail, or we are on Twitter and Instagram at firstturncast. And the podcasting camel says, okay, so he's got his like old school diving helmet on. 
Okay, you ready for the 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 bubbly voice? Yeah. So in a bubbly voice, he says, "Please, please, 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 don't rate, forget to rate, reviews, and subscribe to your favorite podcatchers. We look forward to hearing from you. Play more games." Uh, Eric basically made dolphins, so he has schooling <laughs> okay. for dolphins, and they have vestigial limbs. <laughs> Yeah, and more importantly, it it's can a forage ray. from ocean zones. More importantly, it's a manta it's ray. Your I manta had ray. to take it. It's more importantly, it's a manta ray. Yeah, yeah. so which one do you want to keep more? But I mean, my ma. Okay. I don't want to. My ma. Like, <laughs> my, my ma. I don't, it's Furby. It's Furby ma. I don't want to kill me ma.